Hi, I'm Timon Phillips, and welcome to the Fable and Built podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fable and Built? And what can I expect as a great customer experience? We also created this podcast to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fable and Built experience from the perspective of the customers, our employees, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with all our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fable Build is, check out our website at fablembuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang with us. Let's start the show. Fable Build family, welcome to another episode of the Fable Build podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. Casey, what are we getting into today, man? We are answering the burning questions we've been getting from you guys. A lot of questions. And, um, and these are questions that we've heard from homeowners. These are questions that we've heard sometimes from subs and uh, from you, the viewers. So we are dealing with the all-important question of why do I need a permit? Permits, yeah. And it's, I'm glad you mentioned subs, too, because some people just want to just get to work. I don't need a permit. Why do we need a permit? And, and listen, I have been there. I remember those conversations. I remember... Um, you know, and, and the reality is there were risks I was willing to take at one time that I'm not willing to take anymore. Right. And, um, and I'm not taking that risk with my team. I'm not taking that risk with your home. And, um, and, and so there is a process that we follow and there's a reason for this process. And we're going to talk about some of that today. Great. So why do we need a permit? Let's talk about first, what is a permit? And T, I think you, you can speak on this okay. better than most. I'll give you a, 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 a version that everyone should be able to understand. Yep. A permit is a document that you file with the county in which your residence is in that says, hey, we're going to do these type of alterations to the residence, and they're going to affect the residence in this way, and this is for you to have a record that this is now how my house is. Yep, and then they permit it. They, they, give, per, they give permission they give, to do it. Exactly. And, and oh, go ahead. Well, it's a project plan, right? It's an overall project plan. This is the plan that we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is what, the, and then this is what the effect will be from this project. Yeah, and then the and this is moving moving along. The the county then says, okay, these are the inspections we're going to do mm-hmm. while you make those alterations. Exactly. So, uh, the permit process is again our way of signaling to the the to the place where you live and the the governing jurisdiction that the work is going to be done and that these are what's going to be included the reason for and you just brought up the inspections is because there is the the reason for the permit and the inspection process is to ensure that all work done in your home in your area follows due process and and is done to a standard that is expected you know we talk about um the you know code building code the reason for building code is so that there's a standard of the work to be done and so if if we say we're going to do this work and we follow the code then the inspection process is really simple it's really look simple. at it yes you followed the exact letter of the code you did exactly what you should do um, looks great uh, and if we didn't or if there's something that's missed or I mean there's the, the inspectors, all they know is building code. Mm-hmm. And so they come in, and a great experience is where they come in and they say, hey, I, I need to show you something that was missed. Yeah. Let's talk about how, how you can fix this. 
because we want to make sure that everybody's safe. For sure, and, and they secure. do that 100%. I, I'm, I'm about 40%. <laughs> about 40%. <laughs> I've ran across the, the, the great inspectors who you can tell they really love their job. They, yes. they love having the knowledge and they will teach you and say, hey, you, you did this wrong here. Here's why you do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, I, I can think of a couple specific situations where one, for example, we were building this two story uh, deck off of somebody's house there in, in Richmond off Grove, uh, right by uh, Grove and um, uh, near Elwood Thompson. And we had we were digging the footings. We were doing these um, these special pours where these these tubes, and we were pouring the concrete into the tube. And and we had to do that because of the way it was an engineer. And the building inspector didn't even get out of his car before he started declining it because of something he saw. And I I, I walked up to him in his truck and I said, "Sir," and I knocked on the window because I could see what he was doing. Hmm. And I said, "Sir," and this was maybe eight years ago. I got a young face now. I had a young face then. <laughs> I said, sir, I would really appreciate if you would show me what I'm doing wrong so I can fix it. Um, and it was one little thing. It was a simple little thing. And he just had, he was he having was a bad day. Oh my God. But all we had, all I had to do was say, can you please help me? He got out of his car. He showed me. And I said, oh, that's it? And he said, yeah. I said, well, I know we're set up for a 10 o'clock inspection can you come back at noon? And uh, he said, yeah, I've got a couple more around here. I'll, I'll, I'll come back. When he came back, it was good. And he, and he passed it. But it was something that was simple that actually made our job easier. And so, you know, we, we have found that inspectors, they just want to show you how to do it right. Yeah. Their job is to make sure that, that, that all of the homes in their area are built well and the renovations are done well. And they catch a lot of crap. They get a lot of people who don't they like do, them. They do, 100%. And we joke because, you know, you know, we have plenty of stories where they weren't reasonable, where they just failed us, where where we uh, had a guy, you know, I, I have a job that was uh, a couple years ago. It was in 2000, it was maybe end of 2020 or early 2021. When you've got an inspector coming by, you've got to sit for it. That means you have to have someone there to make sure that you show them, you gave the, give them access and all that. So... So that means I have to put one person on the job. I pay for that person to sit on the job, wait for the inspector to come. They're scheduled for eight o'clock. They might not show until two o'clock. And that's not, that's my problem. It's not their problem. And so we had this one situation uh, in, in the city where the inspector, the homeowner saw it. We didn't even see it. It was got, the day. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yep. The guy was sitting, waiting for it. And the inspector drove by, didn't even stop, didn't, didn't get out of his truck, nothing. And the homeowner saw the, the truck go by, and we got to notice that we got failed. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Phone calls started happening. The homeowner was calling the, the city. We were calling the city. We, we got the permit. We got the inspection passed later that's, that day. That's when I went down there. I went down there. I, I remember yeah. what it was. I remember the inspector, and, like, everyone was freaking out because he was like, yo, I was there. And we, he was there, and we had to make some calls. <laughs> like you said, we made some calls. I went down there and saw the guy, and... We did get it passed. Yeah. And so it's just, it. so we've got those kind of stories, and, and those are frustrating. Uh, but the reality is the purpose for a permit process, the purpose of inspections, is to make sure that the work done on your home is built to specifications or built to spec um, and built to the code, built to the standard. Now, we, we build 
we don't build to this just this, to the standard of the code. A lot of times we build above the standard of the code. But there are things that are changes in the code. There are reasons for it, and sometimes those are, uh, you know, structural reasons. Uh, you know, engineering changes. Um, sometimes they're uh, envelope changes or, or you know, uh, environmental changes. Uh, so there's different reasons for different codes, and there might be a different foundation spec for one area versus another because of the soil makeup or something like that. And so, you know, these are the different reasons that there's so much. Um, so many different levels of expectation with the code, and, and we work we work hard to stay updated on our side. But that's what the value of the the county inspector, the city inspector, has for you. So yeah, what's the what's the let's do a couple of examples of something you yep. a change where you would need a permit for, and something that you wouldn't need a permit for. Sure, and and you know there's a sometimes we joke, you know they the the county may want a permit for anything, even like changing out an appliance. Um, you changed that light bulb. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you know, we the way the way we uh, approach it and we understand it is if you are making a change to the home, um, if it's structural, absolutely we're getting a permit. If, if you know if it's a um, if it's stamped by an engineer, if it's something like that, you know we're we're going to make sure that that it's done correctly, and then the, we get the county stamp that it's done correctly. Um, if you are adding a if you're adding square footage. Right. If you're adding to the value of the home in a, and you're adding um, whether it's conditioned square footage like a, an addition, or a screen porch, or or a, a deck, you know, if you're adding square footage, then then we get a permit. Um, if uh, if you're adding a bathroom, so this, uh, um, or if you're adding a bathroom, yeah. If you, so if you're adding again, this changes the the value of the home. Now, if you're adding a bedroom, if you're changing the a bedroom, like maybe you've got a, a an attic, or maybe you even got some condition space, we're not adding square footage, but we're repurposing square footage. The county, it's very important that if if you're adding a bedroom, because the county wants to know how many people are residing in this space, that affects uh, the you know your water, that affects sewer, that affects a lot of different things. You know, environment may be um, impacted. There's certain things that that get triggered when a bedroom and you know the county cares more about bedrooms actually than bathrooms because yeah. it's like okay how many toilets do you have well if you've only got four bedrooms and you've got 20 bathrooms yeah you're fine they right. it's they, they they that's a, i've never seen that situation <laughs> yeah, I, that's that extreme. That's I don't know extreme. why i always use that example <laughs> if you've got 20 bathrooms and only four <laughs> bedrooms <laughs> but if you've got if you've got you know three bathrooms and you're adding two more bedrooms, well the county wants to know because because they're they're not focusing on how many toilets you have, but how many people are using those. Exactly. Yep. And uh, here's a unique scenario in the city of Richmond. If you're adding uh, square footage that isn't attached to the house, mm -hmm. if it's 250 or under, you won't need a permit for that. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're building a, an office, a garage, a shed, you won't need it. You right. will need a permit for, or your tradesman will need a permit for the electrical, if you're getting electrical work, if you're getting HVAC work, mm -hmm. or plumbing. But as far as a building permit, you won't need it for that. Yep. And that's something that a lot of people, it seems like you would need it for that. Well, and that's another good point. So, in, And so technically we don't need it for the 250, but if our trades are pulling permits, sometimes we still have to get a building yeah. permit so that Something. they can pull them under. So 
the building permit is is the overarching, and then the trades might be will be linked to it. They are allowed to pull their own, but it is easier if you yeah. have a, a building permit. They can it's easier to yeah. for them to get theirs. And we, you know, so in in twenty twenty, what what ha one of the things that was really challenging that happened was a lot of the county governments pretty much shut down, mm -hmm. and and we had to you know the city shut down, everybody worked from home, and they weren't set up for that. And the permit department is the building department is you've got a set of plans, you've got all the documents, and it and it more or less moves from one desk to another. And you know, five years ago, you walk in the permit department. Three years ago, you walk in there, and there would be literally be stacks of files sitting on their desk, and they are just going one through the other. They're reviewing it, they're making sure, they're checking it, and then you get a check mark. Um, we had a job one time. This is probably eight, eight or ten years ago that I was uh, working for another company, but. The perm, the uh, zoning had to check off this little box, and it had been sitting there for a couple months. And I walked in, and I knew which desk it was on. I know I found out whose desk it was on, and I I was, I was really polite, and I walked up and I said, "Sir, I, I really like it was near the top of the stack." And I said, "Sir, I've been waiting months for this. My client's getting really frustrated. You see this little check box right here? Like I've already gotten." approval from everybody but you. Can you please check this box and push it through? He said, oh yeah, yeah, don't worry. We'll take care of that right away. Two weeks later, oh. he did it. And, and I don't know if he was like annoyed that I came and asked him or what, I never found out, but uh, and, and he didn't work there much longer and, and maybe he just didn't care. Maybe he was retiring soon and just didn't care. I don't know. But so those are, you know, those are some of the things that, that when COVID happened, you couldn't go to someone's desk. You couldn't find yeah. out who that was. And so, Timon, you actually figured out, because they had kind of this backup online program. I was on the phone. I was on a computer. You were you spent <laughs> months because we had jobs that were shut down yeah. because we could not get inspections. We could not uh, get advanced on our permits. We had jobs sitting in permit queue that just, like, boom, done. And homeowners are... We had we had a couple projects that were midstream and their houses were torn apart and we were like, what are we gonna do? Mm -hmm. And so you actually worked with with as many people as you could to try and find that solution and you started even training the people how to use their system. It was a fight. It was it was it was rough. Um, the people were more understanding. Well, they were they not, were, they were receptive. Really? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. They were receptive. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> they were mostly receptive. Ultimately, we've learned, and, and this is where it comes down to, we realize that people just want to do a good job. You know, they, they just want to come home, they want to go home, they want to go to work, do their job, and then go home and not deal with the crap. And working in a permit office can feel like just dealing with crap all day. And so we have learned that the, the best thing we can do is be kind. When I'm not kind is when they're being oh, unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you know I'm gonna tell the story. <laughs> we um, we were doing this uh, a porch oh, uh, yeah. repair uh, again on Grove, ironically down in the city, and it was a three-story porch. It's a sixplex, and we were doing some trim repair because there was rot on the second floor on the right side, and we dug into it. And the more we dug into it, we found that the whole corner was completely rotten. I mean, this thing was being held together with paint. Like it was yeah. that bad. Yeah. Um, and so. We, and it was under a column, wasn't it? Yeah. So so you've got a, a third story porch, a column, a second story porch, and then another column. 
and water had been leaking in, leaking in, leaking in, uh, actually from the rooftop, for, from the third story and the second story. And so the, all of the blocking between the middle column and the bottom column, column, it was being held together with a sponge. It was a sponge. I mean, you could reach in, grab it, and throw, the, throw the, uh, it away. And so, you know, we started on a Monday and on a Wednesday, we've got this thing braced up. We built, uh, we built um, you know, external support around it. Basically, we built framing around it to support each of the decking. And uh, along comes a home inspector, and he shuts the job down. And he said, we're shutting this job down. We need to go to the permit. You need to go get a permit. You can't do work like this without a permit. And uh, so my guy called me, and, and he you know, he put me on speaker and he said, hey, I just need to let you know this, you know, we're being shut down, what do you want us to do? I said, well, we've got temporary bracing holding up this house. You, you're gonna continue, you know, keep going. And, and we'd already called a, um, a structural engineer, mm -hmm. a great structural engineer. He'll, he'll come out, quick notice. And he knows, you know, we know we're paying him every time he shows up, but he, he'll come, tell us what to do, spec it, uh, you know, specify what kind of beam, inspect it, help put the stamp on it and we can move through really quickly that way mm -hmm. and so those that's how we found we can overcome a lot of challenges and man I'm on speaker and Mike Brian's standing there I know Paul's standing right behind him and they're both mm -hmm. holding the phone on speaker and, and I'm yelling at the the inspector and I you know through the phone and uh and he's yelling at me and he's threatening and I said I said uh, Mr. Home Inspector these guys work for me they don't work for you Brian Paul get back to work they can do whatever they want. They're gonna come, you know, I, mm -hmm. you know, I told them where I was and, and, and so <laughs> I hung up. I called the city. The city agreed with me. I called the head inspector of the city and the head inspector uh, agreed with me. I got a stop work order. That stop work order is framed on my wall. Yeah, you got it in a frame. Brian brought that to the office at the end of the day. He was grinning ear to ear. I said, give that to me, I'm framing that. <laughs> I've never seen anybody so proud of a stop work order in my life. We, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's the best and the worst part. That home inspector is now the head of building inspectors. Is he really? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, uh, the guy that we we I had built relationship with and was at that job uh, retired in uh, in I think in 2020. Uh, he was done with it. He he had a long career, <laughs> so that man took the job. I'm not saying his name for a reason, but um, <laughs> I think he remembers me. Man, some see. of our some of our permits uh, seem to get lost. I think he remembers me. <laughs> you gotta pick your battles, man. Look what you did. It's all right. I like. It, no, know, that was good, good, good man. Piece of wall. No, listen, man. That was, yeah. But we we have learned we have learned to help guide customers through this process a lot. We have learned so much, and it it was hard. But the challenge wasn't to find ways to over, go around the system. And candidly, that's what a lot of people do. We needed to find. To ways to work with the city, work yeah. with the county, to make these projects happen. Because ultimately, the reason for the the inspection process, the permit process, is so that your home is safe, uh, and so that the work is done safely, and that you know that the value of your homes in your areas are are maintained. So, yeah, couldn't say it better myself, man. Anything else you want to put on top? No, sir. All you go for it. Take us out of here. All right, look, this has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you got uh, any questions or comments you want to uh, let us know about the show, we got the comment section right below on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Hit us up on our Instagram, uh, either commenting on content, send us a DM. We got message on, messages on Facebook, too. You can even text Casey if you want because, 
I'm joking. <laughs> Please don't text me. <laughs> All jokes aside, I, I, you can text me, but I, the, the other messages are much better. Yep. More we're going to get yeah. there. Yeah, look. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm T-Mar Phillips. I'm Casey Favor. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Bye. This has been another episode of the Fable and Build podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fable and Build by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next one.